Before we go into this week's episode, you've only got a few hours left to enter our Level Up Xmas giveaway. The competition closes at midnight GMT on December 22nd. To recap, we've got two copies of NBA 2K21 to give away, one on Xbox and another on PlayStation. To enter, you'll need to follow our Twitter account at LevelUpPod, then retweet the pinned tweet to enter the Xbox draw, or like the pinned tweet to enter the PlayStation draw. Entry to the competition is restricted to one entry per person. Multiple entries will be disqualified. This competition is open to UK residents only with a UK postal address and age 18 and over. There will be two winners. One winner will receive an Xbox copy of NBA 2K21 and one winner will receive a PlayStation copy of NBA 2K21. The winners will be selected at random for all correct entries after the closing date and will be contacted through Twitter to arrange delivery. Standard competition rules apply. See mirror.co.uk forward slash rules for more information and good luck. Hello and welcome to a new Christmas special episode of Level Up, the esports and gaming show with me, Nathan Bliss, esports and gaming writer at Reach PLC. In our Level Up Christmas special, I'm joined by my Daily Mirror and Reach PLC colleague, James Ide to talk about some of the best gaming hardware and software we've tried out this year, from racing rigs and controllers to some of our favourite Xbox, PlayStation and Nintendo Switch games. We've got all bases covered, so there's something for everyone in our recommendations. Really hope you enjoy the podcast and have a great Christmas and a happy new year from everyone at Level Up. How are you doing, James? You okay? I'm good, mate. Uh, thank you for having me once again. It's uh, a pleasure to be back on here talking to your lovely voice. <laughs> thank you, James. I was just looking for an excuse to get you back on to talk about gaming and hardware and stuff. Because, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you you know a lot more really about the kind of hardware stuff in terms of PC and console because you test quite a bit, a few bits and bobs here and there. So I was really keen to talk with you about what people can look at really for Christmas in, if they're thinking of getting some sort of accessory or a game for Christmas and they don't know where to turn, hopefully we can give them a bit of advice. Oh, yeah, uh, we can give them some suggestions, how yeah. to spend that hard-earned money. <laughs> some gentle suggestions uh, about what... My Patreon do. is in the link below. No, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. Exactly. Don't have one. It's fine. It you can just send me envelopes of money. Yeah. It did sound a bit patriony, but it's fine. It's not. We're we're just here to give you rational consumer advice, uh, unbiased, that you can either take or leave. It's up to you. But either way, you'll have a great Christmas if you decide to buy or not buy any of the stuff that we talk about. So uh, in a way, we're really important, but also pointless as well. So it's good. (laughs) Story of my life. (laughs) Right then, so let's talk about some of the things for console then, first of all. So obviously we we can talk about Xbox, PlayStation uh, and Nintendo Switch as well. Uh, I know, James, you've been tested, uh, testing a fair few things for the Nintendo Switch uh, recently. Oh, yeah. uh, what are some of the kind of gadgets that you've looked at for the Nintendo Switch? So the first one I've got to mention, even though it's kind of the gap between gadget, toy and game, is the Mario Home Circuit. So that's the sort of remote controlled augmented reality car that's Mario Kart, but uh, you drive it around your house, which is absolutely amazing. I did a review for it on the mirror. Um, it is really, really, really fun. It's it's cool seeing your home from that sort of worm's eye view and making a course out of your, you know, your own house and putting obstacles in the way. And if you've got pets as well, it's a great way to, uh, to freak them out. Um, <laughs> and of course it's Mario Kart and who doesn't love Mario Kart? And even better, if you got the money, you know, you could get more than one car. So it can be two player as well. So you're physically racing these cars in real life, but on the switch or on the screen, you're, you know, you're playing Mario Kart and that um, comes with all the crazy, like throwing shells and lightning bolts and all the madcap action that you'd expect from it. So that's definitely one of my favorites to kind of kick us off. Also, uh, I've been looking at, so I get asked about cases quite often because there's a plethora of different cases for the Switch. Um, and the best one I came across was recommended to me by my colleague, JC. It's a Amazon Basics Vault case for the Nintendo Switch. It's a sort of hard case uh, that allows you to fit the Switch. And I think it's eight games. It's about 20, oh, I've got it open actually, £21.20 off Amazon. Uh, 
it's it's solid it's got a decent amount of weight to it it's slightly bigger than the switch itself but it's it's a, it's an absolute unit of a case and it's kept my switch safe i i can't recommend it any more than that uh, another thing i use with my nintendo switch is the 8-bit do um s uh, sn30 pro plus controller that thing is also absolutely amazing so um it's an alternative controller to say using the the you know switch pro controller it looks kind of like a playstation controller this one but it's really comfortable it has its own rechargeable lithium battery it has full uh, rumble vibration and motion control it's it's definitely one of the best controllers i've used for switch and it also works um with windows and mac and android and raspberry pi and stuff so you can use it on your phone you can use it on other stuff as well um so i use it for other things as well and lastly for the nintendo switch uh i'd recommend the m classic or the marcel m classic it's a sort of external graphics uh, i don't want to say graphics card because it's not quite that but it um upscales the graphics on the switch when you plug it into your tv and uh, ups it to 1440p it's also fantastic for retro games as well it's also compatible with the playstation um but one of the better things i used it for other than my switch was my wii my original uh wii, nintendo wii uh upping those graphics to 1440p you saw a massive difference it made games look so crisp so sharp um and as for on the switch when i was playing um the witcher on switch or switcher if you want to call it that oh, please don't um that game is sub 720 that's about five i can't remember if it's 520 or 580p uh, so this will up that and you do see a dramatic difference so upping that resolution the game looks a lot crisper a lot better a lot basically how it should look and closer to how the game looks on um other consoles so yeah they're definitely my uh, switch recommendations as for games there's been some quite good ones this year um i think paper mario is one of my favorites uh a lot of my colleagues uh are recommending animal crossing but i definitely do not have time for that one at the moment um yeah i think they're the kind of best ones i can think of oh and um I played Age of Calamity. That was pretty good as a follow-on from Breath of the Wild. Not as good as Breath of the Wild, though, I have to say, but it's good if you just want a nice action game. Or if you're into, like, JRPGs or something, I cannot recommend better than Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. That's absolutely amazing. So, yeah, that's my Switch recommendations for sure. Well, thanks for getting us off to a great start there, James. No worries, man. That's the perfect kind of gift guide for all you Switch guys out there. So really appreciate that, James. I love the the idea of that Mario Kart thing. So there's a there's a, a camera, isn't there, on each cart? Yes. Oh, that's yeah, so there's cool. a camera on the cart. So obviously you're seeing, you know, your real home on your Switch screen. But obviously because of the augmented reality, you're also getting the course and obstacles and uh, the Koopalings. You end up racing against them if you're playing it single player. So it is utterly mad and really really fun i mean i was uh, messing around with it in my house and putting little ramps everywhere which the game didn't always like <laughs> but i was just <laughs> launching the car off things and like driving around my son and things like that which was just absolutely bananas kind of fun very very nintendo concept you know so kind of left field and mental but it works it totally works and is very very fun that sounds like the kind of thing that like children would enjoy on like Christmas Day, but would really. You're trying to say like... I'm a giant child? No, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> but I can imagine like parents and grandparents like wouldn't. Yeah, I mean they're going to be like, <laughs> "What are you doing playing on that on the floor type thing?" But then you can't even see what you're doing. I think that'd be great. Uh, oh, it's yeah, it's a fantastic gift for kids, and, and yeah. you know what? It's even amusing to watch as well, even if you're not watching on the on the TV or the big screen. Even if you're just seeing the little cart bash around, it's uh, it's really really amusing. Yeah, that, that sounds really fun. So let's uh, let's move on to like I know with Xbox and PlayStation um, accessories, a lot of them also work with PC as well. So yep. I think this section can be basically combined really with the the PC accessories slash console accessories. 
Um, just one thing I wanted to mention, first of all, in that kind of arena is the Thrustmaster eSwap X Pro controller, which I've been using for Xbox over the last few days. I didn't know what to make of it, really, because it's in the kind of same price range as the Xbox Elite controller, which is kind of well known as the best uh, kind of um, controller that you can buy if you want to be like a pro gamer or something. So I wasn't really sure what to expect. But I mean, it's the it's a proper bit of kit, this. Um, it's really the way the way it's kind of presented in the box it looks like really high-end stuff uh and you get um really high quality materials in it and it's it's quite a lot heavier actually as well than a, a normal xbox controller but the thing i suppose that is um actually unique with this controller and what it's called e-swap i suppose is because you can swap uh the modules out and and change oh, the different nice. ones and you can change colors so Thrustmaster, so you can customize it for whatever type of game you're playing if you're exactly. a beat-em-up fan or yeah. rpg fan or something that's it. And you can also do colors as well. So Thrustmaster were very kindly sent me the blue ones. I don't know how they knew that, but blue is my absolute fave color. So um, I instantly put all the blue bits on it. It looks so sick. Uh, just like next year Xbox, it looks so cool. Um, and like you said, James, yeah, I mean the the customization is just absolutely endless. Like for example, the triggers, um, you can you can decide whether to have like a, a long uh, feel on there or like a short tap on the LT and RT. So oh, for, nice. for example, if you're playing a racing game, you're going to want that long travel because you're going to want to adjust the, the the accelerator and the, the brake. Um, so you're not going to want to put, like, for example, if you want to do half throttle going through a corner, you can do. But for um, like shooting games and Call of Duty, Fortnite and things. You want a hair trigger, don't you? Exactly. You just want the slightest tap and you pow! Want short travel. You go bam, bam, bam. Um, so that's really cool. And you can also do this with the buttons as well. You can adjust the sensitivity and you can adjust the different uh, the, the joysticks as well. You can Everything is adjustable, basically, which just makes it so cool and you've got different profiles within it as well so for example if you had one e-swap controller but you were three or four of you were using it if you've got three or four children or something or whatever or uh, friends or friends all friends that are living <laughs> with you sorry i don't know why i just assumed no one would have friends but obviously anyone listening with three or four friends um what they can do is they can set different profiles so basically if if me and you for example we're living together and we both have this controller i can have a profile press a button it would it would be exactly how i want it and then you could pick it up five minutes later change the profile to yours and it would be exactly how you want it which is Really cool to, to know that you can do that. And another thing as well, with these swappable modules, you just pull them out, basically. They're on like a, a magnet. You just pull them out. So theoretically, you could have three joysticks if you wanted to. <laughs> and then, but why? I don't know why, but you could. That's the important thing. If you wanted to, you could. It's all about your... And obviously, you could also have three D-pads as well. I don't know, again, why you'd want that, but um, <laughs> you can. Uh, and there's also like back buttons as well, like similar to the Elite controller. So there's stuff you can program for like the back button. So if, if for example, if you're on F1 2020, you could program one to heighten the engine mode or lower the engine mode. There's just so much customization. And like I said to you before, I didn't really know what to expect, but f from playing it in terms of like F1 2020 um, and uh, FIFA, for example, I'm really noticing the difference in terms of responsiveness over the standard Xbox controller uh, in terms of like when you make passes, when you shoot in, there's that just slight edge in terms of sensitivity and that, that split second that could make all the difference with... Um, Especially if you're playing game. competitively as well. Exactly. So for any any competitor, competitors out there or, or people that want to play against their friends and just have the edge, a controller like this could make the difference between you shooting someone and them shooting you first. So um, really impressive bit of kit from Thrustmaster. Um, and yeah, I'd, I'd thoroughly recommend it. I mean, it is pricey. I'm not going to lie. It's within the same price range as the Elite controller. So the PlayStation one, you can pick up for around 110 quid, but the Xbox one's about 159.99. Um, the eSwap X Pro controller, that's the Xbox edition, which is the same price as the Elite controller. But... If you're buying, if you want something that's fully customizable in terms of color, even down to color and modules, if you want that extra control, you're not going to get that anywhere else than this. Uh, whereas if you if you want something that 
is a bit more Xboxy, a bit more Microsofty, if you like, and um, <laughs> a bit more kind of run of the mill. You probably go for the Elite controller, but um, to be fair, they're both excellent in their own right. So um, I'll leave you. I'll leave you to make that decision. I'm just here <laughs> to give you what I think. I, I can't separate them, to be honest. Yeah, have you got any uh, any console slash PC accessories that uh, that you'd like to talk about? Specific Xbox ones. Um, so one of the ones I wanted to talk about briefly is the Seagate storage expansion card for the Xbox Series X and S. It comes in one terabyte uh, size and it's a solid state NVMe expansion drive. Um, it is really hella pricey. Uh, it's uh, 219.99 currently. I'm hoping the price of this is going to come down. Uh, and it's kind of... I have to say it's a bit of an essential purchase for those who own Xbox Series S, just because if you own the S, obviously you're aware of its kind of um, capacity limitations. It's a 512 gig hard drive, which is actually functionally like 300 something gig uh, and all that takes. I mean, that's what? two and a half Call of Duty, something like that. <laughs> so, you know, expandable memory is quite important. But then, of course, if you put other um, hard drives in, you're going to lose some of the benefits of the Xbox Series X and S, you know, that very high speed loading um, and quick resume and things like that. Whereas with the Seagate storage expansion card, you still keep those benefits. That's why it comes at such a premium. So, yeah, I think for some people this is going to be... Um, worth thinking about especially if you're getting an xbox series s for christmas and you just know you know you you're going to fill that memory up or you already have a very expansive digital library that you want to have access to so i i would definitely recommend considering something like that and, and here's hoping they come down in price a little bit especially in uh, 2021 uh, another thing that would be quite interesting um, the xbox controllers it's, it still baffles me that they by default use a uh, like double A batteries uh, in this day and age. Yeah. So something I would recommend, uh, especially for me coming from uh, PC and Switch, uh, I would recommend something like the Microsoft Play and Charge kits. Um, I think there's third party ones as well, but I, I've just looked at the official Xbox one. It's about 30 quid uh, and that's a rechargeable battery um, just so you don't have to, so your play doesn't get interrupted. We've all been there. We've been in the middle of a game or in the middle of a quest in my case. And then suddenly the, you know, please, please replace batteries or please reconnect controller comes up and you start hunting around screaming, looking for double A's when you know you just don't have any left and you have to go outside and it's cold and there's COVID and it's awful. So, you know, this would save a lot of that hassle. Uh, I know it's another- down my back going outside right <laughs> I now. know, right? <laughs> it's not our natural environment as gamers, let's be honest. So something like this just really saves on heartache in the long run um, because literally I'm having that happen to me a lot at the moment. So I'm going to be ordering one of these uh, once I've done a bit more sort of research into what's the highest capacity one I can get for the lowest amount of money. Although to be honest, I'll probably just go for the official one in the end. <laughs> I mean, just on the the hard drive you touched right there. Um, yeah. Why that's so important with a with an SSD um, is that you want that kind of quick resume feature. With if you just plug in a standard hard drive, you won't get any. You obviously will get the benefits of the additional storage, but you won't get the speed that these consoles have been designed oh, yeah. for. So it's so important that you don't just stick a, uh, a normal hard drive in there because you might as you well can do that. Then. Exactly. You could put a hard drive in it and that's fine. I'm not going to judge you for that. You're just going to lose a huge advantage. Uh, and if you bought the Xbox Series X or S, you know, you know that you've got that incredible load times. Well, almost not load times at all, really. Yeah. So if you want to maintain that, if you want to keep that, but you want the storage, you know, this is the only option for the moment anyway. Let's talk about um, headphones then, because um, something that a lot of gamers need is a good quality set of headphones. And the one I've been looking at is the Logitech G Pro X gaming headset. So this is for this could be for Xbox, PlayStation uh, or PC, really. And they're about 100 quid at the moment. You can find them about 100 quid um, at Curry's, I think, is, is the one you can find that that price at. But for me, they're just so premium. They've got such a premium feel. They've got like metal bits on the outside and and um, they're so comfortable to wear. You can wear them while you're gaming. You can wear them to listen to podcasts. You can listen to music or whatever. But what I really like is when you're gaming, there's that kind of immersive feel that you get when you're wearing the head a good quality set of headphones because you do get those 
cheap headphones can't you like on amazon and oh stuff yeah there's, where, there's a plethora of like yeah. cheap rubbish ones aimed specifically at gamers exactly. uh, this is definitely yeah. not that yeah. i i reviewed these ones actually for the mirror um the logitech uh, g pros and they're so nice i agree with you they're, they're very very comfortable uh nice sort of soft cut on them um sort of leather around the cups and on the top band just really comfy quite lightweight as well um i'm currently using them for my xbox um yeah can't can't recommend these enough what i really like as well is that they're kind of modular in a way because you can yeah. disconnect the microphone whenever you want and you can change different wires and stuff so if you just listen to music you don't need your your microphone and you don't want it in the way you just literally unplug it and put it in your drawer and then when you come to game with your friends you can plug it back in um it's just so so easy and simple to use and i know i know it's like a, a bit of a something that gets overlooked but you feel like a proper gamer when you're wearing them. Like they're really, they feel without really looking premium. like gaming headphones. I have to exactly, say, these yeah. th- these actually look quite nice. They're quite a classic design, sort of you know seventies big cans kind of design. Um, I I wore them out of the house several times with my phone as well. Um, and obviously they didn't. They're not garish bright colours. They're not really ugly. Don't look like Optimus Prime walking out with these huge like bright plastic bits hanging off your face so these these are lovely and one thing i would definitely recommend is the software that comes with it as well usually you know headphones headphones and some are great some are bad whatever these aren't just great headphones the software that comes with them is uh, blue voice um from the sort of blue microphones uh the quality on them and the customization you get is just absolutely phenomenal especially if you're interested in say streaming you can set up profiles specifically for that so i i definitely would recommend these yeah, I mean, that, that Blue Voice software is something that you can mess around with all day. Kind of, there's so many oh, options yeah. on there. When you, <laughs> I mean, I downloaded the software and I was just like, no, nah, this is too much. I'm just going to it. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many options about turn it on, turn it off, how, you know, the sensitivity. Was, there is presets as well. There I is think presets. It comes yeah. with about, I think it's off the top of my head, about eight or ten presets. Yeah. And they are they are really accurate. You'd struggle to to, you know, try and configure them better than the presets yeah and you can change them by different games and stuff as well can't you say there's some really interesting stuff there Another headset I wanted to mention uh, from Thrustmaster is the T-Racing Scuderia Ferrari edition. Now, this is this is something for me because I'm a bit of a Formula One fan and a bit of a sim racing fan. So these are just so cool to wear when you're like on your racing rig with a racing wheel on F1 2020 or something. Um, I mean, I bet you look so cool. I do. I've got to be honest. <laughs> uh, it's it's that it's that that brilliant red Ferrari red as well. I've it's seen the ones perfect. you're talking about. Yeah, I've seen the uh, press release for these. They they are very nice. Yeah. So it's any anyone who's a, a Ferrari fan will know that that red that comes with Ferrari. It's just so iconic. And to be honest, I mean, in terms of the the audio, they're really really good. They're really lightweight and comfortable, and they got le- a lot of massive leather cups. Um, the microphone is massive. Um, but I, I suppose you kind of need that, don't you? When because you're not gonna, these aren't what you're gonna wear outside when you're on the bus. I'm just gonna let you know if you're on the bus or public transport, you're probably not gonna wear them out because they're they're quite in your face. But when you're gaming or when you're on like a racing game, they're just. I mean, they're just so cool. Uh, that that's just an overrated thing. I mean, when you talk about accessories and stuff, obviously features is good, but you want them to look cool as well, don't you? That's the whole. Oh, yeah. That's half of the battle with this kind of tech, and they just tick the box perfectly. And they're a lot cheaper than the Logitech one. So if you did want to just use it for gaming, you weren't bothered about listening to music or whatever. I found them for fifty quid on Amazon. So wow, that's, that's amazing. That's, that's really, really good. Really good value for something. Especially you can good use. for Ferrari ones. Exactly, something you can use on Xbox, PlayStation, PS4. So. Um, that's a that's a really cool thing. If you don't want to spend too much and you know it's just going to be for gaming, that, that might be a decent option for you. Well, on the other end of the spectrum, uh, ones I would definitely recommend are the uh, EPOS Sennheiser uh, GSP601. Sorry, mouthful of uh, words there and numbers. But I got to try these out um, and my colleague Matthew Osborne reviewed them. These things are amazing. I, I liked them so much I went and got a pair and I'm actually using them right now. The sound quality, of course, because it's... Uh, made 
in conjunction with Sennheiser, the quality is just phenomenal. They're, they are a really nice looking pair, but when combined um, with the external sound card, which is USB, it's just it's next level. Honestly, I've been playing um, like Resident Evil 7 recently and just hearing like footsteps. I have been jumping out of my seat, having heart attacks just because the sound is so accurate and so breathtaking. Like it's really good. I can't recommend these enough. However, they are on the more pricey end of the spectrum uh, for £199, but they are definitely, you're getting quality for that. So you're getting good build quality, great microphone, but the sound quality, oh, I'm doing a chef's kiss right now. Just (laughs) so good. You just can't see it. Um, I can't recommend these enough. These are the best uh, headsets I've used in quite some time. So you could buy two and a half of those for a price of the new <laughs> Apple headphones, if you put that into context. Yeah, and I'd, I would probably argue these are better quality as well. <laughs> probably, yeah, you're probably right. And you don't have to have that stupid case that you have to put them back in the case to turn them off. What is that about? <laughs> but anyway, sorry, that, that's that's going off topic. That's the opposite. That's, yeah. that's not our recommendations. <laughs> That'll be the next podcast. <laughs> yeah. Apple, if you want to send me these £550 headphones, <laughs> By all means, uh, if you want me to change my mind, but I've I've looked at a few different uh, YouTubers and what they think, and not for me. Five hundred and fifty pound is a lot of money, but there you go. Uh, let's move on to something uh, that I'm I'm particularly passionate about because I love my sim racing, and um, for anyone who wants to get started in the kind of sim racing world, which I did a few years ago, you'll often find yourself kind of putting a racing wheel on a desk and having just like a desk chair and when you press the accelerator you're wobbling about and you press the brake you're wobbling about and the desk's wobbling as you go around the corner and it's it's not good at all for immersion and you don't get the accurate feel so what i'd really like to recommend is the play seat challenge this is like a foldable racing rig basically that you get and you can fold it away and put it away when you're not using it and then fold it out and it's basically a racing seat where and it gives you um there's a, a very, very uh, tough like metal base to put your wheel onto. And then there's the pedal base at the bottom that you can put your pedals on. And it just gives you that like base that you know you can trust. I know Sim Racers listening to this will know what I mean by that. When you press the brake pedal or when you turn the wheel to go around the corner and it's a it's a particularly important one. You need to trust that you're not it's not gonna move, so you, you don't need to make any adjustments. Um, so that's something that I'd I'd really recommend for that. Um, are you into your sim racing, James, at all, or are you not? No, the only the only racing game I was really ever into, other than Mario Kart, is Burnout. I absolutely loved Burnout. It's the only way to get me into racing is to allow me to trash the other cars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember Burnout. Burnout Paradise, I think, was the last one. Yeah. I, remember. I remember that one. But yeah, the the play seat, which is um, available on Switch now. Just oh, saying. there you go. Nice, little, <laughs> nice little, uh, nice little bit there. Thanks, James. But yeah, the the play seat is available for about 150 quid. So when you consider other racing rigs um, that play seat do, um, they're a lot more high end. This one is so affordable in comparison to the the massive ones that you get. So anyone that is starting out in that kind of sim racing genre, if they want to get a bit more serious about it and a bit more enjoyment out of it, it's a great starting point for you. So um, I, I use that every day. Uh, I've had it for about six months now and it's still holding up as it was before. And it's, yeah, it's something that I'd, I'd really recommend personally. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to, I was just going to go on to talk about the uh, racing wheels as well, James, if you don't mind. I'm yeah, go for it, mate. For a while, but there's two options really, uh, three options. Sorry. So there's the Thrustmaster TMX Pro, which is a really cool bit of kit. And then there's the Logitech G, G920 and G29. So the Xbox and PlayStation edition of both. With Logitech, what you get is you get a, a little bit more type, uh, like more of a, it feels more like a car wheel, whereas the Thrustmaster feels like a racing wheel. So there's, it's not covered in leather like the Logitech one, for example. They're not entry-level wheel, wheels by any means. They're quite advanced. But for the price, I mean, you can pick up a Logitech G920 now for about 200 quid, which is a really good starting point. Uh, for like sim racers there's not a lot of difference between them so if you if you're looking at getting a, a serious racing wheel when you when you look at like fanatec wheels they're like two grand for like a direct drive wheel where the, these belt driven wheels um you can get them for about 200 hang on hang on hold the phone two grand yeah yeah direct drive wow yeah i know like i know some people are super into their simulation kind of stuff but wow that is that's crazy i would just 
use that for Euro Truck Simulator. <laughs> That's all I would do. <laughs> yeah. Two grand. When you look at racing wheels, some of them are really, really expensive. So this is a great starting point. There's also the Logitech G923 as well, which has only recently come out. That That's another hundred quid. And what this gives you is... Um, something called true force where they've logitech have implemented it and it it gives you more feel through the wheel so you can feel like road surfaces a bit more and it uses like sound waves to do it so it like vibrates the wheels in a similar way to you know the dual shock controller the playstation 5 controller yeah very similar to that but for racing games basically so uh, if you want that extra immersion, it's going to cost you another 100 quid because basically the wheel is exactly the same as the G920 slash G29. But for an extra 100 quid, you get that extra feature. So uh, if you wanted to have a bit a bit more immersion, that's the wheel to go for. Nice. So, James, uh, we've yeah. talked about uh, sim racing, or I have for quite a while. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that you wanted to mention in terms of console PC type accessories? Yeah. So I was also, I, I didn't get to review this one, but I did have a look at um, the Thrustmaster T16000M FCS Hotus. Uh, it's a, you know, flight stick. Uh, which is fantastic considering like Flight Sim came out this year, uh, or sorry, Microsoft Flight Simulator and Star Wars Squadrons as well. So this is sort of the throttle and the joystick. Uh, It's just covered in buttons. It looks like a serious piece of kit. It's really high pre- uh, precision as well. And uh, oh, yeah, it has 16 buttons. Sorry, I knew it had a lot of buttons. I knew it was over 10. <laughs> um, so it is an absolute beast. It's fully customizable as well with the software. So you can obviously set it up to exactly what you need. Um, but that's definitely for, for, the, for the big boys who are into their flight sims and their space combat games. Um, and, and things like Eve as well. Uh, one of my mates does play Eve and uses the, the cheaper version of this. It's uh, it's $139.99, which yeah, is a little bit pricey. But again, if you're serious about your sim games, this is going to be a no-brainer. Yeah, I think with, with things like that, it's about immersion, isn't it? It's about the, the accessories that... Oh, absolutely. It's better than having a controller, isn't it? That The kind of immersion that you get from these type of wheels, whether it's a wheel or a joystick or whatever, you need to feel like you're in the game. Don't you? That's the most important thing. So, Of course, yeah, especially with really some important. of these sim games. The, the immersion is basically what's selling it, and anything that adds a little bit more immersion is just making the game even better. The other thing I would recommend... Um, this is something I did get to review and actually I'm using right now while talking to you is I got to use the Anteseat Fanatic Edition. So one thing that we overlook a lot when we're gaming is how we sit. And uh, I used to, I had like a rubbish sort of office chair that was falling apart and I was definitely slumped over it in the very typical sort of gamer fashion and wondering why I had neck and back aches. So once I got to review this bad boy, um, it helps a lot. It's, it's ergonomically designed. It looks quite nice. It's very, very comfortable. I've like almost fallen asleep on it feeding my son before uh, and it's brilliant for like those long gaming sessions so for me i've been uh, absolutely caning cyberpunk at the moment <laughs> so you know after like six hours to eight hours in a chair uh, it being super comfortable and weighted really really helps out so i can't recommend this one enough um yeah, this one's definitely been a, a godsend on my back, especially with lockdown going on. I've been at my computer more than usual, which was already quite a lot, you know. Yeah, I can think all the people working from home, working from like uh, kitchen counters and stuff like, oh, just get yourself a decent chair. Anyone that's doing that, because otherwise your back is going to tell you. Yeah. After, after a couple of months, your back is going to wreak revenge on you for doing that. So get yourself a decent chair. We always overlook it. And it's such an important part of the gaming setup. I mean, rather than getting yourself a new graphics card, definitely look into getting yourself a more comfortable setup, a better chair, better desk, you know, that kind of thing. Um, what's funny is uh, in the end of my review, because this thing is so hard wearing, like literally I've, I've seen it survive some seriously heavy beating and i did test it thoroughly uh the end of the review uh, ends with one thing i'm absolutely certain of if there's ever a nuclear apocalypse reducing mankind and its cities to radioactive ash i know for a fact two things will survive unscathed one cockroaches and two the Andesite fanatic edition <laughs> <laughs> nicely done Very yeah it's an absolute beast seriously it's it's solid and i've tried to uh tried to break it and not managed i got tired it was just too much work but don't forget about all those nokia 3310s as well they'll all survive as well that's true i should have put that in i should have gone cockroaches the seat (laughs) nokia 3210s somewhere playing snake or beeping in the background 
you mentioned Cyberpunk there. Yes. Are you ready to go into games? Because oh. people are going to be looking at what games to buy, what 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 to get for Christmas, what to buy in the sales. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want me to let you off the leash with Cyberpunk? Do you want to <laughs> just get <laughs> take it away? There's, yeah, there's a lot of mixed opinions about this game. So um, I uh, fall on the side of so I'm very into immersive open world RPGs. I loved Skyrim uh, before Fallout 76. I used to love Fallout. Um, so Cyberpunk 2077 is right up my alley. I'm also quite into sci-fi and and cyberpunk fiction. So this game is it's almost custom made for me, and I've been hyped for it for a long time. Um, and I, I have to admit, I wasn't disappointed. It has huge scope. It's a massive immersive world. If you're into like your deep RPGs and you play things like The Witcher. Um, then this is definitely the game for you. It does at the moment have some bugs and issues. Uh, I'm playing the PC edition, which has a few bugs, but it's not so bad. Um, But I have, however, seen the console edition, which literally, as we're talking um, recently, um, PlayStation have taken uh, Cyberpunk down from the store because of how it runs on the last gen consoles, which is really bad. Like the game hasn't been sort of well optimized and some sequences are running at like 10 frames per second and have so many glitches and issues, which is really unfortunate because like I said, the the PC version that I tried and the Stadia edition I also tried ran like a dream. They ran really well. The game is amazing. Uh, I gave it five stars. It's definitely one of my game of the years. However, if you have a base Xbox or a base PlayStation 4, it's just not going to work for you. Not yet anyway. Hopefully the patches will sort it out. But really, if you're looking to play that game how it should be played, I would either play it on a next-gen console or a high-end PC. Or hell, if you don't have those things, Stadia. I mean, you know, it's a monthly. In fact, you don't even need to pay the monthly for, for Cyberpunk. You just pay the upfront cost of the game and you have it anywhere you go. Yeah, just a, a note on that. For for people who have got next-gen consoles, they're thinking about buying Cyberpunk 2077. The next-gen version of the game isn't actually coming out until next year. So even yeah. though you've got the next-gen consoles, you're still playing basically a last-gen game. So um, if you buy over around Christmas time, you're not going to get that next-gen experience. But that is coming, according to Project Red. And um, I, I've played it a lot on my Xbox Series X, um, and I've really, really enjoyed it. It's, I mean, I wasn't really like you, James. I mean, you've been looking forward to it for years, but I've only recently like, kind of heard about it in the last year, so I didn't really know too much about And I was trying to kind of stay away from any kind of <laughs> hints and tips around what it what might be, and I just wanted to see what it was like on the day. And... It's basically like Grand Theft Auto on acid, isn't it? It's just like, oh yeah, it's yeah. That kind I mean, of same feeling that you get from GTA, but it's just on a whole different level. Yeah. It has a futuristic, um, yeah. It's, it's, take it's, take GTA, Deus Ex, Skyrim, Fallout, chuck them in a blender, and you've got something resembling cyberpunk, including all the bugs those games were known for. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But um, it's even, I mean, even playing the last gen version, it still looks really cool, especially in Night City at night time with all the lights, and it, oh, yeah. it looks fantastic. Um, and it, it's definitely an amazing game. But if you are, again, if you are buying it on next gen consoles, the next gen version's coming out next year and um hopefully we'll we'll see the full potential of what the game can do next year so that's something to look out for um james is there any other games that you that you like to talk about to recommend because i know you did a game of the year thing recently didn't you so yeah we did a game of the year article um on uh, the mirror and my game of the year so this was before i'd got a chance to play cyberpunk although i would still stand for this is my game of the year was yakuza like a dragon uh the yakuza games are absolutely fantastic and given the absolute uh, garbage fire 2020 has been and how bleak it's been a game that's so light-hearted and uh, so hilarious i found with just a dose of silliness it's um if you've not played it before it's sort of the yakuza series are a sort of third person gangster japanese gangster sort of beat em up games this one's slightly different um it has a new main protagonist and they've got rid of the beat em up aspects turning it into a turn-based rpg that isn't as slow as you'd think though it's uh, it's really fun and you know you do all kinds of weird stuff in it like i was beating enemy uh, gangsters with a sex toy and at one point i summoned um shrimp and men in diapers to attack my enemies for me as summons it's just absolutely ridiculous 
and the craziness that the series is known for is just cranked all the way up to 11. So it's, it's definitely wholeheartedly one of my best games of uh, 2020 and I'm still playing it. Absolutely love it. It makes me laugh all the time. But that just sounds amazing. It really is. Honest to God, recommend it wholeheartedly. I, I might take you up on that, James, actually. I might take you up on that. See, the podcast is doing its job already. If one person's <laughs> I've convinced one person. Yeah, exactly. I, I want to throw a mention out there in terms of games to No Man's Sky because No Man's Sky was released a few years ago now. And upon release, there was a lot of bad, bad press about it because I think they promised maybe more than what they actually delivered on launch. But over the last few years... The team over there have developed update after update after update and thrown loads at it. And it is now more than the game they initially promised. It's a completely open world game. There's millions, billions of procedurally regenerated planets. Um, you get your own spaceship. You can fly to any planet you want. Every planet's different. It's got its own animals. It's got its own flora. Um, it's absolutely incredible. And the story's really cool. It's about how you get to the center of the universe um and you you do that by jumping to different planets hop by hop but you don't have to follow that path you can go any path you want um and it's so immersive and it's that escapism of the game that i love um which it's just amazing and to be able to get in a spaceship take off go through the atmosphere of that planet and then emerge into space with no loading screens is <laughs> absolutely incredible particularly on the next gen consoles because it just looks amazing um and you can obviously go and land on whatever planet you want and some are like some you won't survive <laughs> but some are really <laughs> kind and earth-like so i'd really recommend that and the best thing about it is even though it's about 40 quid on the xbox store it's actually on game pass so oh, nice. When, if you've got a Game Pass, you can download it and then you get the next gen version for free. So, I mean, if you've got Game Pass, just try No Man's Sky and see what you think, because I promise you won't be disappointed. If you love sci-fi, you love kind of Star Wars-y stuff, um, I could not recommend it enough. It's so enjoyable to play. So that, that's yeah, something I'd like, just like to throw in. The survival element of it is like sort of Minecraft, but obviously cranked up mixed with some sci-fi as well it's such exactly, such yeah. a good game it can be quite meditative meditative at times it can just be really calming to just wander around your planet and collecting resources and yeah really really nice game visually stunning as well really abstract yeah definitely and um two i mean i'm i like my traditional sport so a few games that i'll throw in there is obviously uh, fifa 21 um for people who like the fifa series um yeah. it's not the best they've ever made i'm going to be honest in terms of the gameplay i think there's definitely some improvements that can be made i, I still think fifa 17 is the best fifa ever made um but i mean it's still enjoyable even though the gameplay is not as good but that's something i'll throw out there and obviously f1 2020 is an amazing game in terms of for the F F one fans out there, racing fans, and on PC uh, and Xbox, actually, uh, Football Manager twenty twenty one. Oh, nice! Uh, is the best Football Manager in the series, I think, ever. The guys have done an amazing job at Sports Interactive. Not only have they developed an entirely new game during the pandemic, they've also delivered a raft of new features. They've edited the game so that every club's finances is disrupted by COVID. They've added COVID into the game in terms of wow. disrupted, disrupted league start dates. They've added Brexit into the game, what? which is random depending on which... They've put loads of different scenarios in depending on if there's a no deal or if there's a deal. And That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. So they have probably a better idea of what might happen than the government at this point, I would say. Um, <laughs> it sounds like they've put more thought into it. <laughs> yeah. But if you started the game and I started the game, I could have different rules after Brexit than you. It's completely, it's randomized. So it's fair for everyone. I will say that they haven't put COVID in as uh, illness because it's just not right to do that, I think. And from the second season, things will go back to relatively normal. So there's that kind of escapism there. If you get through the hard first season, you kind of come out at the end in a much better position and you can kind of move forward with your, with your game. But I think it's an incredible achievement. The amount I, th I was expecting, to be honest, them to just release FM20 with an updated database. That's mm -hmm. what I thought FM21 would be. But they've got a raft of new features. They put COVID into the game or the effects of COVID into the game. And the match engine is brilliant. So I'd thoroughly recommend that. Um, have you got any other games that you, you want to talk about, James? 
Um, so other games I would recommend for this year would be um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I was a big fan of Final Fantasy VII back in the day, and the remake does, I can't even say does it justice, it, it takes Final Fantasy VII and just pushes it beyond what it obviously could have done at the time. Story, graphics, everything, the, the, the mechanics of it, it's a fun wicked game even if you haven't played the original this is such a good sort of blood pumping action rpg um really really great and obviously like i said looks stunning um if you're a old so one sports game i actually like uh, is tony hawks um i used to play that back in the day and uh, i've been playing tony hawks pro skate one and two sort of remake um that's really great just reliving my teens there uh again that's quite a meditative game just like pulling off tricks and exploring the the maps um doom eternal if you're feeling angsty and want to like let off some steam if you just want to rage and shoot some zombies in the face that game is hella fun um also let me think um wasteland 3 uh, i'm quite a big old school fallout fan so fallout 1 and 2 before they went 3d and were taken over by bethesda so this is a sort of isometric RPG by the guys who made the original Fallout games. Um, and it's really, really dark and all your decisions have consequences. You know, you'll come across people when you're out on missions and it's like, save this person, but then that someone else will starve. There, there's just repercussions to everything you do. Everything is morally grey. And uh, yeah, you, even combat, you're always sort of hanging by a knife edge. Uh, challenging game and not for everyone, but my God, if you're an RPG fan, especially old school, it'll, uh, it'll tickle that for you. Nice. And I just wanted to mention as well, NBA 2K21. So for any basketball fans out there, this is the latest game in the the NBA 2K franchise. Oh, nice. I just bought that for my brother. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you've looked in it, but I mean, it's got something called My City in there where you can, it's basically like an open world GTA thing within the game. So no. your basketball player can go to shops and buy clothes and buy shoes and uh, can wander over to basketball courts and participate in a random game that people are having. And they could be players that are online as well. They're just walking around the neighborhood and go into a, a random basketball court and you could play against people online and yeah that's cool it's really cool and um i just want to mention as well i don't know if you know james but uh the level up we've got a giveaway at the moment where level up have got two copies of nba 2k21 to give away one on xbox and another on playstation so that um competition closes at midnight that's uh midnight gmt on december the 22nd so you'll probably listen to this on monday the 21st so you've got until midnight tonight to enter the competition to enter the competition you'll need to follow our twitter account which is at level up pod uh then retweet the pin tweet to enter the xbox draw or like the pin tweet to enter the playstation draw entry to the competition is restricted to one entry per person multiple entries will be disqualified and the competition is open to uk residents only with a uk postal address who are over the age of 18 further uh, t's and c's can be found on our twitter account and standard competition rules apply see mirror.co.uk forward slash rules for more information but we're going to draw that uh at probably on December 22nd and we'll hope to get the copies sent out to you in time for Christmas. So make sure you enter that competition and we'll get them sent out to you. Um, I mean, why wouldn't you want a free game for Christmas? I wish I'd known that before I went and bought it for my brother. I could have had the edge knowing about it, you know. <laughs> God, I just bought it. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy, but you, you know, the office US, you've got Oscar, which is called actually, he's called actually. Oh, do you mm. watch the office US? Uh, no, no, I don't. Oh, that's great. That, that's just gone <laughs> So fl- straight over my head. Actually, um, you probably wouldn't be in that competition because you're a mirror employee. So sorry about that, James. Fine, but, fine. I'm not letting you win any of my actually, competitions either. <laughs> fine. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I hope this. I hope this episode has been f- as fun for you as, as fun as it for us because th- these are just some of the products that we've tested and loved over the last few months isn't it james and oh yeah we have to talk about them and yeah it's it's especially sometimes when the review goes up and it's kind of gone out into the world sometimes you still got like things you want to say about it kind of rattling around your head or you just sometimes you just want to like talk about how great it was if you had a good experience or you know conversely sometimes if it's bad obviously we're talking about the stuff we liked so there's been some absolute bangers in here. There's been some really great games and some really cool bits of tech that make fantastic presents. Um, and obviously it's always a joy coming on here and talking to you, mate. 
Oh, thanks, James. I really appreciate that, mate. Um, no worries, man. It's been really great having you on and um, I wish you all the best over Christmas and to everyone listening, um, have an amazing Christmas and a happy new year. Just, I mean, just enjoy the time and enjoy the time with the family if you're spending time with family and and enjoy some time gaming. Yeah, you know, it's been a hard not? year. Yeah, like, exactly. seriously, everyone have some R&R. Enjoy yourselves. Play some stuff. Obviously, do or don't get some of the stuff off this list, but find a game you like and just sit down with it, whether that be Doom, Cyberpunk, FIFA, or, you know, or Animal Crossing. Just make some time for yourself. Sit down and and just get some time to chill. Definitely. I'd second that. It's been a hard year. You enjoy some time to yourself enjoy yeah. your favorite game if you want to play cyberpunk just play it just just do what yeah you want don't to necessarily do. follow what what the news is saying at the moment mm-hmm. or the reviews if you want it go for it yeah definitely i couldn't put it by myself thanks Jan. <laughs> no worries mate thank you for having me and uh, if you want to hear more of my opinions you can go to the mirror.co.uk forward slash authors forward slash james hyphen eyed that's me and they're my reviews or if you want to talk to me and tell me how wrong i am you can call, uh, talk to me on twitter at at gymography that's at j-y-m-o-r-g-i a p h y or if you want to hear my lovely voice even more i have a podcast as well it's called uh, x drive mega box we're on uh, apple Podcasts and spotify i think at the moment but we also have a twitter which is at x drive mega box come listen so what we've just done is a level up slash xbox mega drive like crossover <laughs> have i got that right yeah 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 you, basically yeah. we've done a crossover oh mate we'll have to get you on our podcast it's basically the exact same thing it's <laughs> just going to be talking about like so here's our tech reviews of the year and here's our games of the year well at least I'll, I'll be, you've had some practice now so we yeah. to the other podcast you've fully practiced you can you know it will sound better the second time <laughs> you're my prep mate <laughs> But yeah, thanks again, James. And to everyone who's listening, have a great Christmas. Happy New Year. And um, I hope you enjoy all your presents. Hopefully you get some cool ones. Thank you for listening to Level Up, the esports and gaming show. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and please leave us a rating and review. You can also follow us on Twitter at LevelUpPod, where you'll find all of our previous episodes and information about how to subscribe. We'll be back with a brand new episode very soon. (laughs) 